guys, thank you so much for coming along with me today to record this episode of the Full Body Health Initiative. Um, you may hear some birds and all those things in the background because I decided to record today outside because I just wanted to be outside. It's a beautiful day. It's, you know, it's about 70 degrees, so it's uh, pretty nice outside. And so I wanted to just get out here, sit, relax in my backyard and enjoy this taping. So um, it's been a few weeks since I've taped, maybe about three, close to three weeks. And I normally try and keep this bi-weekly. And the reason why is because I've just been really busy with other things. And so, um, uh, no excuse, <laughs> but I'm excited to be back. I'm, re I'm excited to get to, to recording. I'm excited to continue to do this. I enjoyed so much talking to you guys and putting these out because it helps. I really think it helps. You know, I became a, a, a certified health coach because I wanted to be able to help people. And, and to learn myself, you know, as a, as a, a man that's uh, growing in age himself, I wanted to be able to learn ways to naturally treat things that may be going on with me um, as I get older as well. So, so it's been awesome learning different ways to eat to remain healthy and how to keep my weight um, at somewhat a normal uh, place and to also learn different health and exercise techniques in order to be able to sustain my my health along this journey we call life and so um it's exciting you know i spent some time as a a fitness coach as well about five years as a um a certified um a personal trainer as well i've trained well over i'd say close to 100 people since i've been i was a um, personal trainer as well and I enjoy that part of it as well and I enjoy this part the health coach part of it because I'm able to not only help someone to achieve uh, health through exercise and fitness but also to be able to um, just sit and conversate with someone about things they may be going to going through mentally or lacking enjoying um, some of the previous episodes that I've recorded talks about um, joy and the health benefits of, of, of fostering joy in your life and and finding great employment and all those things. And so today I want to talk about something that there's a viewer listening advisory on this recording. I'm going to be talking about erectile dysfunction in men. Um, there's a, a belief that there's somewhere around 30,000 men in the United States alone, not counting other parts of the world, that suffer from erectile dysfunction. And there's a belief that as time goes on, there's a one in seven men that will suffer or deal with some form of erectile dysfunction in their lives as they, as they um, go through life's journey, right? And there's so many different myths and facts about what erectile dysfunction is, how to treat it, and all those other things. And so this podcast, guys, is strictly informational. So obviously, if you're a man that's dealing with erectile dysfunction, you should first consult your doctor and then find out what the problem is as to why you're having this issue and then go from there as far as other treatments and i'm going to cover four natural things that you can do to help you with um, dealing with erectile dysfunction and so this show is uh, this recording is um, for men to listen to right and to first confront the issue of that you may be having 
um, if you're suffering from erectile dysfunction to first confront it, right? Because it's a problem that you shouldn't hide. It's a problem that you shouldn't just kind of push under the rug and figure that it may go away on its own. And it might, but then it might not. And so the reason why I decided to do this, this show, so it, this show is not only, again, for men, but it's for wives to listen to, to be able to help their husbands. It's for significant others, girlfriends, boyfriends, and so on, you know, to be able to help their mates not only go through this issue, right, but to also find a way to get past it. Because, you know, to me, one of the pleasures of life, and again, hopefully there's only adults that are listening to this episode, but one of the pleasures of life is to to be able to be intimate with the person that you love. And um, there's to me, that's one of the pleasures of life, besides good food, is to be able to enjoy intimacy in your relationship. And intimacy not only... Uh, is not only about intercourse, but, you know, just the, the, the hugging, the kissing, the holding of hands and all those things. But intimacy goes a lot further than sex. I know that. But, but one of the joys of life to me, I think, is to be able to express myself with the person that I love. And again, this episode is for adults, guys. If you're not 18 or over, you should not be listening to this episode. So, as we move forward in that. And the reason why I decided again to do this episode is because I had a friend of mine who, I, who I've known for a while who um, found out that his wife was cheating on him because he was having problems in that area, right? He told me that in, in confidence, hey, and I'm not using anyone's name or anything like that. He told me that he was dealing with problems sustaining an erection. And because of that, he found out that his wife was cheating on him. And she said that the reason why she was cheating on him was because she um, uh, needed to have sex. And, and he was at the point in his life through this problem he was having that he wasn't able to perform sexually. And so my heart went out to this guy, to this brother, and uh, I wanted to be able to assist. Again, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a health coach. But I study these things all the time. The reason why is because, again, I want to be a resource for people. I want to be able to help people that may be dealing with this as an issue. So, first of all, what is erectile dysfunction? I found three different definitions. It says it can get can get an erection, but not every time you want to have sex. And so some people that are dealing with erectile dysfunction may initially get an erection, but not be able to sustain an erection long enough to be able to have sex. Number two, can get an erection, but it doesn't last long enough for fulfilling or satisfying sex, as I said earlier, or unable to get an erection at all, you know. Um, so these are some, some of the common definitions of what erectile dysfunction is. And so um, there's a lot of misinformation about the causes and the treatments of erectile dysfunction. So um, to know the facts, you need to burst some of these common myths along the way. And so I want to start by addressing some of the myths before I go into some of the other things. And so right from the start here, a myth, ED is a normal part of growing older and men have to learn to live with it. And so the fact is that ED is more common among older men 
that doesn't mean it's something you have to live with, right? It's not unusual for older men to need more stimulation to help them get aroused than they did when they were younger. But there's no reason you won't be able to enjoy sex as you get older. Lots of guys are able to get an erection well into their senior years. And there's lots, there's likely no reason that you can't be one of them. And so you put certain things in place throughout your life, right? From the time you're young until the time you get older that only assist in these things as you get older, right? I was watching this video a couple of days ago and this lady, she was just turned 122 years old. And I, and the picture that I saw, or the video I saw of her, you can tell obviously that she was an old lady. Um, and she was a, a, a very old lady, but she was walking around. She was pulling weeds out of her, in her garden and all those things. And she had the, 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 the prettiest smile on her face. And I thought to myself, this woman did something right in her life. And whether it's genes, whether it's genetics or whatever it may be, she found that um, golden parachute, as, as I would call it, right? She found that golden parachute. She found a thing that sustained her throughout her whole life. And I believe that we can absolutely find that, whatever it might be, that fountain of, of youth or whatever it might be throughout our lives. You know, I've been talking to my brothers a lot since my sister passed away. And one thing I realized that I've really come to, to, to realize in my mind is that no matter what we do in life, we're all going to die at some point, right? Everybody's going to not, um, uh, not exist anymore in this realm. You know, whether your belief is as far as a heaven or hell or whatever it might be, we're, we're not going to continue to live in this realm forever. Um, but along the way, there's a quality of health. You know, you ever sit back and think to yourself, isn't it amazing how some people can live with complete vigor and strength their entire lives and up until their 70s, 80s and 90 years old, they're still working in their gardens, they're still uh, walking around, they're still able to see, hear, um, um, and, and just all those things. And some people are completely debilitated when they get older, you know, and I'm not saying that sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. Sometimes it's just people are just won that genetic lottery, you know, whatever it might be. But then there sometimes has to do with the way we lived our lives when we were young. You know, if we were one of those people that continued to, to drink alcohol all the time or smoked or, or didn't exercise or didn't eat right our entire lives. Some people think when I was in my 20s, I used to eat double doubles. I used to eat four by fours from in and out. I used to um, eat fried food all the time. I used to drink countless amount of sodas and all those things. And now as I get older, obviously, and I'm studying nutrition and health, I've been been pretty consistent for for a large part of my life to be able to maintain some level of health is because I just came to, real, to the realization that I couldn't continue to eat that way. But yet some people continue to eat that way their whole lives. You know, they, they, they believe that because they're young, they can continue to eat like that, but everything catches up with us. There's countless studies that show that even children uh, start to develop heart disease and all these other things. And now there's, there's kids that have these onset childhood diabetes and all these other things from the foods they eat, you know? So 
it affects you from from childhood through your entire lives and so when you're older and you start to have these issues a lot of it stems back from the way we lived our lives when we were young and so it becomes that much more important for us to to take care of ourselves throughout our lives and so um, another myth is erectile dysfunction doesn't affect younger men so the fact is that although ED is more common in men over 75 guys at any age can have it right another myth ED may be upsetting but there's nothing dangerous about it so the fact is that although ED isn't itself dangerous it can be an early warning sign of a serious health condition such as diabetes or heart problems and so when we start to look at these other things you know what is the cause of 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 your erectile dysfunction what's causing the problem anything that happens in our bodies right we listen to signs in our bodies and we realize that those signs mean something if you've got a headache there's something that's causing a headache if you've got stomach pains or you've got uh, nerve issues or you've got um, um, uh, whatever it might be there's something going on inside the body that's causing that so it's important to see your doctor if you have ED a medical exam not only helps you figure out the cause of the problem and find a treatment that can return you to more an active lifestyle it may also alert you to an illness that needs immediate treatment and so it can guide you toward uh, a treatment for something that may be going on again whether it's diabetes whether it's heart disease whatever it might be so another myth is if you have trouble getting an erection it's because you're not attracted to your partner I think that's ridiculous right most men I know that really like having uh, intimacy with their partner don't have a problem getting there right there's not a problem right in that area for for most men um, now understand that you know if you're made if there's issues as far as you, you you've lost that that um, um, that that love or that vigor for your mate that you may have had <clears throat> in the beginning may may cause you not to want to be intimate with that person on a consistent basis but as far as being able to get an erection most men don't have that as a problem if if there's not something going on right even if you know maybe you're not attract as attracted to your mate as you you were before if you're not cheating on your partner then getting an erection shouldn't be an issue right so the fact is many things cause erection problems although lack of sexual attraction to your partner might be one of them so it's far more likely to be something else so some of the other causes of of ED heart problems such as high blood pressure and then there's another one called atherosclerosis which is hardening of the arteries I know I didn't say that word right but basically hardening of the arteries diabetes so there's a thing there's a saying that between 35 and 50 percent of men with diabetes get ED some medications for high blood pressure anxiety and depression may cause ED um, you know and a lot of people right now are going through depression in their lives right a lot of people so so maybe some nerve disorders like Parkinson's disease or multiple sclerosis could also cause ED as well there could be hormone problems that may be causing 
problems as well. Mood problems such as stress and anxiety and depression. Sometimes again, depression, depression and anxiety are so overwhelming in people's lives, especially with all of these things going on with COVID right now. I just heard this, this thing on YouTube where this guy was talking about that um, if the FDA approves this COVID-19 treatment, then companies and 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 uh, airplanes and all these pe people are going to gyms are going to um, require people to get a COVID COVID shot before they can go to work, before they can fly, before they can go to school, and all these other things. And some people just don't want to get it because of all these other fears or whatever. But that's a personal decision. So smoking and drinking alcohol could be a problem. Certain types of prostate and bladder surgery could also cause erectile dysfunction. There's a million things, not a million things, but there's things that can absolutely be causing the problem. And so when we take a look at these things, um, you know, just know that there's other areas that could be absolutely causing the issue. So I wanted to explore some, some natural ways to to treat um, ED and the reason why I do that again because I'm a health coach you know a lot of times it's not that I don't believe in medical treatment I don't believe in doctors it's none of that I, I on the contrary I think that there's some reasons that you absolutely should go to the doctor uh, on problems that you may be having right there's some things that um, eating a, a healthy plant-based diet or a diet can't fix some things you may have to go to the doctor for. And, um, but a lot of problems that we suffer from today are, are, are a direct result of, of the foods that we eat. And unfortunately, you know, because we have choice a lot of times, and there's so many things that are delicious that are bad for you, right? Like me on Fridays when I decide that that's my junk day, I go absolutely bananas. You know, I, I'll have a donut. I'll have... Um, you know my fried foods i'll have my my oreo cookies which are my absolute favorite i'll have my my mcdonald's um um ice cream or whatever you know uh, on that day but then i try my best to get myself back focused by saturday and get back on a diet get back on a regimen so some some natural things that we can do is to start walking number one is to start walking so according to one Harvard study, just 30 minutes of walking a day was linked to with a 41% drop in the risk of ED. I'll say that again. Walking 30 minutes a day was linked with a 41% drop in the risk of ED. Other research suggests that moderate exercise can help restore sexual performance in obese middle-aged men with ED. So just just. 30 minutes a day, right? Sometimes in my living room, I have a stationary bike in my living room and I work out on a pretty regular basis and I'm not bragging about it. It's just something that I do. You know, number one, because I'm a person that suffers from depression on and off. I'm a person that deals with a high level of anxiety in my life. And so I have to work out. It's not that I'm sitting back and bragging. Believe me, if there was a magic pill that I didn't have to exercise, I know I probably would do it just because I like doing it. But um, there's a stationary bike in my living room and a lot of times I'll put on my favorite show on TV and I'll bike ride for a half hour. Then I get off, I stretch, I take a shower 
and I'm and I've got 30 minutes of exercise in a day. It's pretty easy, you know. Or you can get up between com- commercials. I don't know if they have commercials anymore on TV, but you know, maybe turn off your movie about every or pause it about every 30 minutes and stand up and do some 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 body weight squats or something. You know, consult your doctor. But if you're healthy enough to do it, then do it. Eat right. Number two. In a Massachusetts male aging study, eating a diet rich in natural foods like fruit, vegetables, whole grains, and fish with fewer red and processed meat and refined grains decreased the likelihood of ED. I'll say that again. In a Massachusetts male aging study, eating a diet rich in natural foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and fish with fewer red and processed meat and refined grains decreased the likelihood of ED, even even getting ED, right? It decreased the likelihood of even having erectile dysfunction by just eating fruits and vegetables. Number three, pay attention to your vascular health. High blood pressure, high blood sugar, high cholesterol, and high triglycerides can all damage arteries in the heart, causing heart attack, in the brain causing stroke and leading to the penis causing ED. An expanding waistline also contributes. Check with your doctor to find out whether your vascular system and thus your heart, brain, and penis is in good shape or needs a tune-up through lifestyle changes and if necessary medications. So again, you know, talked about your expanding waistline, all those other things. Number four, size matters. So get slim and stay slim. A trim waistline is one good defense. A man with a 42 inch waist is 50% more likely to have ED than one with a 32 inch waist. So I'll say that again. A man with a 42-inch waist is 50% more likely to have ED than one with a 32-inch waist. And I remember at one time when I was working in the grocery business, my waist had gotten up to about a 40 or 41, somewhere in there. And I was really concerned. I wasn't having problems because I was still a pretty young man at, at that time. But I, but I started exercising again during that time because I've gone through cycles where I've stopped for a month or two and gotten back on. We, we've all kind of gotten off the wagon and gotten back on. And right now my waist is about a 35, is about where my waist is, about a 35, somewhere in there. So um, uh, then one with a 32 inch waist. Losing weight can help fight erectile dysfunction. So getting to a healthy weight and staying there is another good strategy for avoiding or fixing ED. Fixing ED, which means it's a problem that can be reversed. Obesity rates, obesity rises, risk for vascular disease and diabetes, two major causes of ED. And excess fat interferes with several hormones that may be a part of the problem as well. Right? So the four, Size matters, so get slim and stay slim. Pay attention to your vascular health, number two. Eating right, number three, and walking, number four. 
And so if we incorporate all these things into our lives, and again, I'm not telling you not to seek the advice of your medical doctor. You should absolutely um, uh, go and see a doctor if you're having problems like that. But, but the idea, so the challenge here, I always put out a challenge at the end. The challenge is to take your health in your own control and do something about it, right? I was reading this book and it talked about when we're bit, you know, we're never bit by an elephant, but by a mosquito. So in other words, there's small things that cause, that can cause problems, right? Like our diet or smoking or lack of exercise or, 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 or obesity or, or allowing ourselves to just let ourselves go that can cause a problem. But there's also little things over time that can turn these things around, right? There's this thing about testosterone and building more testosterone through weightlifting, through eating right and all those other things. And then um, turning this condition around. You can absolutely turn this condition around. The guy that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast, I've spoken to the person. I've given him some things that he can do and he's already seen a change, right? In his in his health over time. And he, he and his wife are now starting to enjoy uh, more fulfilling sex because of him putting a healthy diet into place, starting to exercise more, losing weight, and uh, paying attention to his vascular health, his blood pressure, um, controlling his, his blood sugar, and all those other things. And so all those things mean something, right, guys? Little things over time. There's no reason to jump into something 100% and kill yourself trying to lose weight quickly, right? The, the idea of the perfect amount of weight to lose per week is between one and one and a half pounds. And so if you can consistently lose one to one and a half pounds a year, a, a, a week, that equates to about 50 pounds a year. And most of us, you know, the, the studies say that most people gain around 10 pounds a year. After, especially after they get a certain age. And that's why people end up being obese years later because they gain about 10 pounds a year consistently. So let's turn that around, right? Um, drinking less soda, even if you cut your calories by 100 calories a day, the belief is that over a year, that's about 16 pounds. If you stop drinking soda, but say once a week instead of drinking it five days a week, you might go from, you know, 15 or 16 pounds a year instead of gaining 10 pounds a year you lose about 15 or 16 a year and so take your time little bit at a time right slow and steady wins the race right start changing your diet a little bit at a time and watch the results right if you're looking for a health coach guys i'm here www.tfbhi.com means the fullbodyhealthinitiative.com so tfbhi.com or you can call me if you can't reach me leave me a message uh, 562-965-5155 leave me a message let me know who you are what you're trying to do leave me an email that I can send you some forms to read and fill out and then let's get started on working on your health let's get started and see what we can do to make things better in your life right and I'm not an expert, but I study this stuff. And I don't mind taking your condition, reading up on your condition, and telling you what I think is the best 
route for you to take as a health coach you're going to do the work you're going to do the study you're going to change your own diet you're going to start cooking and eating differently instead of eating out at restaurants you're going to stop drinking all the soda and all those other things because you want to do it not because I'm just what's considered a guide on the side I'm going to be your coach I'm going to be a guy saying you got this you can do it and if you're looking for that kind of person I'm that guy right now I've got a 20% off um, if you join my my zoom group of people that are doing this thing so uh, reach out guys I'm here thank you so much I appreciate you listening to the episode have a blessed day